Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is Trampled Bet Versus The Lockdown Football Quiz with John Walker Today's competitor is Yeah, I'm John Gibbons from the Anfield app in Liverpool How you doing, John? Yeah, all good. Been nervous. Uh, <laughs> don't want to make a show of myself. Uh, well, you see how we go. Um, well, one of my co-hosts, Gordo, his English team at Liverpool, and he loves the podcast. And but he has actually put a lot of pressure on you and oh. said, <laughs> and, "Oh, don't tell me that." <laughs> yeah, you, 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 and uh, a comedian called Ray Bradshaw who does Soccer FM up in Scotland, where were the early the pre uh, the pre tournament favourites. Oh, okay, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can live up to that. I'd take mid-table obscurity, to be honest with you. Well, uh, Guy Kilty, who is a Manchester United fan, got six and a half out of ten. So, I mean, just to put the Liverpool-Man United rivalry in there, that, okay. that's, you, you need to beat that. Well, I've, I've completely changed my mind now. I want to win. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seven plus. How are, you, how are you feeling? Obviously, I was talking to one of the contestants earlier who's a Portsmouth fan, and he said it's quite funny in this scenario whereby it feels like you can't simultaneously care about everyone's health but also miss football I'm guessing being a Liverpool fan this is especially um, tricky to comment on just because we all know Liverpool are winning this title yeah it's hard because funnily enough today's the the day we're recording this is the 30 is the 30 year anniversary of the last time we won it um, so it's 30 years people have won it it was today what they clinched it so we did a bit of content on that today and you know, you're watching the celebration, you're looking, you're looking at the YouTube, you know, clips that they've got, the highlights, and you're watching the celebrations, you are like, oh man, it would have been, I mean, Liverpool would have been a, a party if, you know, we'd have done it on the pitch, and, and now, you know, everything that they talk about, you know, are they going to cancel it, or are they going to do it, but behind closed doors, it's just whatever it is, it'll be kind of not quite the same as the thing we were looking forward to, which was finally winning after all these years, going for the beer with all your mates to celebrate, it does feel like a bit of a cruel joke, and and as you say, like there's other people obviously they got it worse, but at the same time, you know, we've we've waited a long time for this, so you'll forgive us if, <laughs> um, if we're a little bit kind of feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 going to be a total hypocrite in the sense that it, I'm an Arsenal fan, but we're never going to win the league. But as a as a Rangers fan up here, I am never going to concede that that title was <laughs> over. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all you know. We, <laughs> We out criticize other people for like, you know, oh, they just want to cancel because, you know, they're <laughs> rubbish. But then we don't want to cancel because we're top. So it's like everyone's like got their own agenda, I suppose, haven't they? Who, who, who grown up was your, was your favorite Liverpool player then? So what era is that from? So 90s was obviously Fowler was the king in Liverpool. Um, so I got a season ticket with my dad in 92. 
Um, so just the end of the Tunis era, um, and then the start of Roy Evans. So that Roy Evans team mid nineties was was the first one that I really loved, and you know we had Fallon and Manaman, all the Spice Boys, you know, and but they were they were great to watch. You know, they had the problems, but you know when you're a teenage lad, you're not too bothered about defending anyway, are you? So. Um, so- <laughs> They were great to watch. So, so Fala, I think any young lad in Liverpool in that in that time, like you know, Bobby Fala was the man. And then, and then obviously Steve Gerrard comes after that, mm-hmm. and it feels it was strange when he retired because it was hard sort of imagining the club without without Gerrard. Obviously, he's your manager now, but uh, but that that was you know the whole of my adult life really was was watching Steven Gerrard. So it was it was a little bit strange when he went. We thought he was just going to go forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird it's a bit of a weird discussion point because he is such a hero as a player and can you envisage a a future where if Gerard leaves Rangers without a trophy that he could actually become the Liverpool manager or do you think he really needs to prove himself properly yeah I think he probably does need to win something I think I think you know it's hard to say really because Jurgen Klopp signed a new deal so I think we thought it was it was a bit you know it was going to be like a year or two when when he when he um, when we were going to have to make the decision now it's been sort of pushed down the line for a bit so it gives everyone a little bit of a time to sort of assess I think so you start you you're thinking about well, what what situation will Liverpool be in there, and and, and what would be the sort of right manager really? And uh, they really like Pep Linders, who's at Liverpool, who's one of the coaches. And so, if they're looking to just carry on, the you know the continuity guy would yeah. maybe kind of be him. But then, obviously, if it all starts to go wrong at the back end of Jurgen Klopp, then then you want something fresh. So, so you're trying to sort of look into what it'd be at that time. But but Gerard you know, understands the club, you know, better than anyone. He knows what, what, what the supporters wanted. You know, he'd be a big enough personality to take it. But I think, you know, we could do with some success somewhere first, um, just to sort of cement it. But I'd, I'd be surprised if he wasn't given a go at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that was kind of my summation of the situation was by if he doesn't win something at Rangers and leaves after his deal next year, he probably needs to go somewhere else and try and work a reputation further up the way that that way yeah so if, sorry firstly thank you very much for giving up your time to do this it's a pleasure I'm looking forward to um, so what I'd agreed to do was take four categories that I liked and I had enough knowledge on to create the questions myself which was World Cup European Championships European Cup competitions and British football and then I've just scattered the questions in any order and you will choose numbers as you go 1 to 100 until you've completed 10 questions there are questions from a variety of teams so Liverpool do crop up a lot or Liverpool players or managers of cross sections somewhere in there uh, even I said before this the person that was on two contestants ago Niles a Portsmouth fan and I said there was there was a Portsmouth question in the quiz and he called number 31 first and it was who scored Portsmouth's winning goal in the FA Cup in 2008 so it's it's completely your luck there have been people that have got um, Liverpool related questions and not got them right which I'm pretty sure you would have ate up if you'd got the opportunity but it's your pot luck if you get them okay no worries so if you just want to go on and give us your first number so I'm going to try and do them Liverpool related so the first one will be number six because we won our sixth European Cup this summer okay so this is a bit of World Cup trivia and it's going back at some distance which manager was due to manage Scotland at the 1958 World Cup but had to withdraw due to illness? 58. Um, I'm trying to think he'd be, he'd be sort of around then. Uh, 58. So he was due to manage Scotland at the 58 World Cup but had to withdraw due to illness. It's too... feels too early for Jock Steen. I go for Matt Busby. 
That is the correct answer. Off to Where's a flyer. I don't know where to pull that from. I'm mean, usually the only <laughs> manager I know with that period. <laughs> that, that was why I felt it was unacceptable because it was a bit of trivia I'd never even known and I was watching uh-huh. a, a bit about the Busby Babes recently and it just came up and said that he was meant to manage Scotland and I was like, oh, I had no idea that, that was the case. I'll be honest, it was a complete guess, but if we can keep that look going, we'll take it. <laughs> okay, Doc, so that's one out of one. What is your next number? I'll go number eight then, Stephen Gerrard's number. Barcelona beat who 1-0 at Wembley in 1992 to become kings of Europe? Oh, Barcelona. 92, did you say? Yep. I'm trying to think. At Wembley. I'll go AC Milan because they were good then. It was Sampdoria. Ah, Sampdoria. You beat Sampdoria 1-0 with a a Ronald Koeman free kick. So what is your next number? Um, So we will go... 18, Liverpool have won the league championship 18 times at the moment, so we'll go 18. Who was Spain's manager at Euro 2008 in their first successful international tournament? Uh, was it Del Bosque at that point? It wasn't, it was Luis Aragones. Oh, uh, did Del Bosque take over? He took over and won the, yeah. the World Cup and then the Euros following. Okay. So we're, we're, uh, one, we're one for three and just to let you know, you can still be the winner. <laughs> even with the, the two that you've missed so you're, you're, still, you're, doing, you're doing fine you're doing fine what is the next one? Okay I'll go for uh, 23 which is Jamie Carragher At Euro 96 England beat Scotland 2-0 everyone remember Gaza's sublime goal who scored the opening goal in that game? Um, I was trying to think Gaza scored I remember Gary McAllister missed the penalty because it moved a bit then Yuri Geller <laughs> Bloody Yuri Geller I know Um I'll, I can't remember, but I'll go for Shearer because Shearer was top scorer of that tournament. So I'll go for Alan Shearer. A bit of logic. Finally, this question's been asked four times and nobody's been able to get it. It was Alan Shearer that scored the header <laughs> at the back post. Sounds. Yeah, it's funny how you can't remember it though, isn't it? It's just, I suppose, Gaz's one's been repeated so many times. <laughs> that, that's how I've tried to come up with these questions. I've just been watching loads of European Championships, World Cup docs, uh, Premiership years. And every time I've seen a goal where there's been a more memorable goal, in that game <laughs> yeah okay doc what's your next one uh, we'll jump up then number 66 Trent Alexander-Arnold <laughs> and the two Trent fa- the answer <laughs> <laughs> is that why you're laughing <laughs> I'm laughing because you've got a Liverpool one. Oh, good in the 2005 Champions League final Liverpool came back from being 3-0 down at half time to win the Champions League dramatically in penalties who scored the opening goal in that game for AC Milan ah ok it was uh, Paolo Maldini yeah, so less than a minute <laughs> less than a minute it, it was indeed so that's you on 3 out of 5 what's your next number ok uh, squad numbers is doing pretty well for me so I'll go I'll go down to 17 then because Gerard had that McManaman Gerard's had original there we go Gerard's original McManaman had it as well and he was another one of my favourites the biggest win in World Cup World Cup qualifying history came as Australia beat which team 31-0 oh it was <laughs> and was later it was later a documentary called Next Goal Wins <laughs> Um yeah, it was like, is it East Timor or something like that? Or I think it was West something, actually. Um, I'll go for East Timor. I don't think it is, but I'll go for East Timor. It was America Samoa. Oh, I wasn't even close. Yeah, there we go. So that's you on is that, is that three of us six. Yeah. What is your next one? Um, 
I'll go for how, how many numbers is it? It's up to 100. Up to 100. Um, do you go with high? Go 96. Oh, we've got another Liverpool related one, but not, not specifically. Who surprisingly knocked out both Liverpool and Chelsea on their way to a semi final versus Cardiff in 2008 in the FA Cup? Oh, 2008. Um, they knocked Liverpool out at Anfield and then Chelsea yeah. out at home. I think it was Barnsley. Was it Barnsley? It is indeed Barnsley. Great stuff. So that's us four out of seven. What's your next number? Okay, we'll go 90. <laughs> this, one, this one came up previously before. In Euro 2016, who scored England's last goal of the tournament? So Euro 2016, so that's the one... That's the one in France. Yep. So England, uh, I can't even remember how we did, uh, which is bad. Um, I went to the Russia game in Nice. That was lively. England v Russia in, sorry, in Marseille. Uh, that, was a, that was an interesting experience. That was the Eric uh, Dyer free kick, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, um, but oh, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a great one for England. Did you go out? It was, the, it was one of the worst. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I, think, I feel like it's going to be sort of it. Oh, I, I, I honestly haven't got a clue. So I'm just going to... Uh, I'll just say Harry Kane. It was Wayne Rooney scored the penalty to open the scoring against Iceland, which Iceland then came back to win 2-1. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a, what a tournament that was. We had some special... So, we're, on, we're four out of eight. We're on number nine now. Okay, well, I'll go number nine. Hey, Robbie Fowler. Fowler and Rush. Which manager led Chelsea to Europa League triumph in 2013? Ah, it's another Liverpool S1. Rafa Benitez. <laughs> I couldn't say that before the question. No, no, that would be too much of a clue. But yeah, um, he still got sacked because uh, they hated him. Yeah. Uh, yeah Rafa Benitez. <laughs> It was Rafa Benitez, Chelsea beat Benfica two one, and Fernando Torres scored in that game as well. I don't go. know. I don't know how fondly I can mention Fernando Torres. I'm never really sure. <laughs> I think he started. People are starting to, uh, you know, start. It's thawed a little bit, kind of. Really. I think people are starting to remember what a great player he was now a little bit more than the move. So, uh, so yeah, I think it helps that he wasn't really a success at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of mellows. Be all mellow over time as well. <laughs> Um, so you're on five out of nine. The final question, question ten. Okay, we'll go for eighty-two. Eighty-two. <laughs> this one's come up for you. you. So you've definitely hit f- four Liverpool questions now, or related questions. Um, this one's came up twice. Nobody's got the answer, and I think if you don't, I'll be quite upset. <laughs> Liverpool beat Manchester United on three consecutive occasions at Old Trafford, all one 0 the yep. same player scored the goal in every game. Who was the only goal scorer in those three games? Oh, I can sing it to you. One, who put the ball in the man unit? <laughs> Super Danny Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that one's come out three times in the last four podcasts. As <laughs> as Danny Murphy, um, I can I remember every, I was trying to explain the goal. So it was a free kick on Barthez's side. Um, yeah. a, a lovely Gerard Cross, and a wee flick over on the bouncing volley, and That's then. Right. The first penalty scored since Rule Fox at Old Trafford. Wow. Um, but I can't believe that's come up three times. And I am using an Excel formula just to move these around every time I quiz. And that's come up on 
three separate occasions now. There we go. There we go. So your final score is a very respectable six out of ten. You'll probably be placed in the Champions League at least okay. at this spot. Um, but the highest so far has been seven. So not 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 by any means a, a disappointing display. Just just one thing. Just thank you very much for doing this. Um, it's oh, been pleasure. It's been excellent. Like find out different podcasts and different people from different podcasts to follow and just see what everyone's been up to. I bet I'm the only one who sings one of the answers to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're only going to get that from me. But no, it's been a pleasure. And, and you know, um, good luck to everything you're doing and good luck on this. And yeah, I'll be interested to I'll listen back and, and see how uh, all the other people did. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. This podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black. For more of our podcast, please visit TrampleBet.com. Podcast Network.